wanted to offer an analogy to help us understand one of the things that's happening in that transfiguration story. Admittedly, it's one of those stories where we don't quite grasp right away how this affects your life and mine. So those of you who are football fans, you might know that the greatest comeback in NFL history just happened a couple seasons ago in 2022. The Minnesota Vikings came back from a 33-point deficit to beat the Indianapolis Colts. But let's pretend for a moment that somebody that you found trustworthy came up to you before that game that day and said, I have a superpower to be able to see into the future. And in this game, the Vikings are going to be down by a lot, but then they're going to pull off a miraculous comeback. So you need to invest your life savings into this game because the payout is going to be out of this world. And then the person says, I'll even give you a glimpse into that victory. So they pull out their tablet and they show you a three-second clip of the end of the game where the Vikings are celebrating their victory. Let's say that was enough to convince you enough to put money on that game. Okay, now you're watching the game in real time and it's the third quarter. The Vikings are down 33 to nothing. Mathematicians have figured out that at that point in the game, the Vikings had a 6.6% chance of winning the game. That's six-tenths of 1% probability that they would come out victorious. If you're watching that game in real time and your life savings are on the line, what's going through your mind at that moment? Are you starting to doubt whether or not your friend was telling you the truth? Or maybe he was confusing this game with another game that was going to happen in the future? Would you still be betting your entire life savings at that moment? If you did, you'd experience a payout that would be out of this world. Okay, so what's that got to do with the transfiguration? Well, right before this moment we just heard about, Jesus had just got done telling his apostles that he's heading to Jerusalem, where he's going to suffer greatly, even to the point of death but that he's going to make a miraculous comeback and rise from the dead. And then to strengthen their faith, he's transfigured before them so that they can catch a glimpse at his divinity. It's like he's giving them that three-second clip of how the game's going to end, of how he's going to come out victorious. He wants them to keep that clip in mind as he undergoes his passion, his suffering, and his death so that they'll continue to be fully invested in him and in his promises, even when things look like there's no possibility of a comeback. But we know, unfortunately, that when the time came, most of the apostles pulled out their investment. They abandoned Jesus. They denied knowing him in his darkest hour. They didn't follow him faithfully to the cross. Only his mother Mary, the apostle John, and a couple other disciples stayed invested. And then on Easter Sunday, they were rewarded for their faith with a payout that was out of this world. Jesus wants you and me to be fully invested in following him. And sometimes he offers us little glimpses into his final victory, right? Like when we see somebody who had spent maybe years far away from the Lord come back to him, or when God brings healing into somebody's life in a way that we never thought was going to be possible. 
Those are those little moments of victory where we're reminded that in the end, Jesus' victory will be made fully manifest in this world. But even in those moments before that final victory, where we look at the things that are happening in our lives, in our country, even within the church, those things that make us feel like we're down 33 to nothing in the third quarter with a 0.6% chance of coming out victorious, even in those moments, we're going to stay invested. Because if Jesus can come back from the dead, then there's hope that in the words of St. Julian of Norwich, all shall be well, and all shall be well, and all manner of things shall be well. And so it might be that some of our prayers don't seem to be making a difference. It might seem like our efforts at trying to encourage someone to grow in their faith don't seem to be going anywhere. It can seem like no matter how many times we go to confession, we keep struggling with the same things. But in those times where we might feel discouraged, we're going to keep our eyes on Jesus and stay invested. Because we trust that if we follow Jesus to the cross and we cling to him in faith, the payout at the end of time is going to be out of this world. <laughs>